1170 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the news talk channel of North Alabama. This is the place to be in the afternoon. Right Side Radio is what you're listening to right now, and I'm your host, Phil Williams. It is 3.36 in the afternoon. Hope you're having a great day. We've been having a great show. Uh, enjoyed th- so far having some, some good discussions. Had a lot of callers. I'm going to go ahead and open the phone lines up again. we got some time between now and the next scheduled call. So 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-WVNN. Call in. If you haven't already called in today, call in. Tell us what you think about cancel culture because we got it going on right here in the state of Alabama. I talked earlier about this, uh, this guy, uh, Jake Statham who is the, uh, the president of the Student Government Association at the University of North Alabama, right down the road in Florence, my father's alma mater, uh, where he got his degree and his commission into the, uh, into the Army. And all said and done, uh, the reality is the, the guy on his personal Instagram post um, basically said that he, he thought that uh, uh, the folks in the, in the uh, it says in the article, I'm reading it, LGBTQIA plus community, uh, took issue with the fact that he said they need to be born again. <laughs> That's it? That's cancel culture, y'all. 866-494-9866. Call in and tell me what you think about cancel culture. Do you see it around you? What is your biggest concern about cancel culture? I, I want to hear from you because this show is there to be your voice. And let me speak to that for a minute. I, listen, I'm going to say it every time we get a chance. If, if, if literally... You you do nothing but just take heart by hearing this show. Do that because, as my wife and I have been talking about, uh, literally, there's more of us than there are of them. Take heart. You are not alone. You are not alone in wondering what is going on with your world. Copper, I know you've got some thoughts. Uh, cancel culture. Tell me what you've got, and then we'll go to a caller that I think is already holding on the line. My friend Copper. Well, uh, I've lost copper, but uh, all, all said and done. I'm back. Sorry, uh, I was answering the phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no worries. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, I can't see her right now, so I'm just sitting here thinking, well, I guess copper stepped out for the, you know, to, to get a bite to eat. But anyway, no, no. Hey, copper, you've got thoughts. Uh, before I go to uh, Paul over in Athens, tell me what your thoughts are uh, about cancel culture right now. Well, I'm concerned because I got into it once with some people over cancel culture, and I ended up straight up asking, so do you think we should criminalize people saying things that can hurt others' feelings? And their answer was pretty much, yes. They were perfectly fine admitting that they want to criminalize people saying things that are potentially hurtful. And of course, when I... When I pointed awesome. out who is the one who gets to decide what's hurtful, I mean, because clearly they're fine with saying hurtful things to Christians and conservatives. They don't want to criminalize that. No, they want to decide which hurtful things can be criminalized. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why Copper works with Right Side Radio. You were you spot on, girl. That was, um, and, and that's good insight. And by the way, if you question them, you'll find the truth. They, they can't help but say what they really feel if you actually will question them like you did. So that's, that's, that's good stuff. Hey, let's do a call here, uh, Copper. So 866-494-9866 is Right Side Radio's phone number. Give us a call. Tell us what you think about cancel culture. And right now, I think we've got Paul from Athens on the line. Paul, you're talking to Phil Williams on Right Side. What you got? Yes, Paul. Uh, I'm enjoying your show there. And uh, by the way, uh, you got the best bumper music on WVNN. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate uh, that. Uh, but uh, my comment is this. Um, yes, I, I've run the talk radio circuit 
Nashville for uh, 30 years. AM, FM, shortwave radio, and everything. So, so yeah, you got you got a good show. You got a good show going on here. And uh, the cancel culture thing is this: uh, those same people at UNA there that are complaining about this SGA president here need to be reminded there that the, the same First Amendment that gives them the right there to display themselves verbally and socially the way they do is the same First Amendment protect that SGA prison. And uh, uh, so and, uh, this cancel culture is, is uh, it's <laughs> uh, it works both ways, okay? They, they, they need, need to realize that they're allowed allow this SGA president to speak his mind the same way they're doing, speaking their mind. Well, and, and spot on, man. Hey, thank you for the call, uh, Paul. That was, that, was, that was good feedback, and I appreciate it. And thanks for your comments on the show, and thank you for the comments on the music because, yeah, we, Copper and I work on that music list, and uh, that's truthfully part of what fires me up for every new segment. Hey, listen, I want you to know, though, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to call out lawmakers when they do something wrong, but I'm going to call them out when they do something right. I want to thank uh, State Representatives Lynn Greer from Rogersville, uh, Philip Pettis from uh, Killen and Andrew Sorrell from Muscle Shoals, because the three of them, as state legislators that have UNA in their uh, their delegations district, they they passed a resolution calling for uh, support for Statham, the, the the young man at University of North Alabama. So you've got three elected officials who put their name on the line and they're willing to face down cancel culture, and I appreciate it. And if you know Lynn Greer or Philip Pettis or Andrew Sorrell, thank them for it. Because not every elected official is willing to get out there and do that. So all said and done, um, if you've if you've got a, a position on cancel culture and you want to talk about it, you can call in eight six six four nine four nine eight six six. But uh, Copper, I think have you got a question for me? I mean, I I, I thought I saw you uh, sending something my way here a second ago. Uh, what 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 are you what are you looking for? Oh, well, just following up on my previous thought about criminalizing hurt feelings, I was curious about your perspective coming from both a history of ministry and lawmaking on just the plausibility of that, because it seems like we've only ever criminalized sins of commission, which is a theological term for actions specific actions that are wrong and we've never criminalized sins of omission which is just the lack of doing good so it seems like they want to criminalize the lack of doing good is there any way to actually do that and can we fight it if they try i'm I'm sitting here i'm staring at charlene that uh, i love having copper on the radio with us this is great no hey great great question so yeah for those of y'all that don't know my background is pretty eclectic Uh, i was ordained uh, in ministry and spent a number of years in full-time ministry with an organization called young life and then i've also been practicing law for 20 years um so both perspectives are part of what swirled together to make phil williams uh i guess and, and and brought me to the point that i have right side radio so to answer copper's question um, as a minister, uh, I will tell you that, uh, yes, the sins of commission, exactly. That's the things that we tend to do wrong or have done wrong, and they need to be called out or dealt with. But too often, the ne- and in the law, you have uh, a matter of negligence, and that's where something you did or, for that matter, omitted to do, you had a duty to do, you chose not to, and, and, and that negligence has caused harm to another. And, and so the, the, the idea now that the LGBTQIA plus community – is going to come in and say, uh, we don't like the way you think. 
And even though you didn't direct it at us personally, we went to your Instagram and we decided to uh, check it out and then take issue with it and call for your resignation. Literally, what has he done? I mean, did he go to a public forum? Did he go to a meeting? Did he enact a policy? Did he ban them from attendance at some kind of student government function? Did he, did he, did he put up signs uh, on the, in the quad at the uh, university? No. He was on his personal Instagram feed. And so, number one, I do think, uh, Copper, to answer your question as a lawyer, he has uh, an actionable opportunity to defend himself. Uh, he has a First Amendment right, first of all, uh, in the Constitution. Uh, freedom of expression is certainly his as a U.S. citizen. But secondly, we also have state laws. And uh, the state laws in Alabama uh, were recently refreshed, uh, most recently in 2019 when they passed the Campus Freedom of Speech Law. Uh, my friend, Representative Matt Friday, the Policy Institute gave him an award for it. And um, the Freedom of Speech, uh, Campus Freedom of Speech Bill, literally says that the policies of the university need to be put in place in order to protect and preserve the right of students to have freedom of expression. And I'll tell you what I'm missing right now. I am missing anything that tells me that UNA has made a public statement on this kerfluffle about Jake Statham and the LGBTQIA community. But as a minister, I'll also tell you this too. There has to be a place for accommodation. There has to be a place where you recognize, and, and, and I think it's such a joke when you see this bumper sticker, coexist, and it has all these different pictures of religions. We already coexist. We're on the same planet. That is coexistence. What you want is for us to condone everything you believe in, and we don't. And the idea that you're going to not condemn is not the same as condoning. And, and, and so Statham has a right to his opinion. And he has a right to also, by the way, it was apparently rooted in his faith, so you're getting into a whole separate aspect of his constitutional uh, rights and civil liberties. But, but, but I would say, uh, Copper, um, to answer your question, we have got to have the perspective that people are allowed, unless, unless they are literally taking action or they are inciting violence or they are in some way um, debilitating your ability to function, we have to have the right for freedom of exp expression. I mean, there's going to be some limitations on that. You know, the old, the old thing about how you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater? I, I get it. Um, but is it really that bad that he, he, he wants them to be born again uh, and on his own personal Instagram page? Uh, I, think they need to, I think they need to wake up and quit being snowflakes, you know, which is not necessarily my ministerial position, but there it is. So to answer your question? Yes, thanks. And I, I certainly hope we never get to the place where uh, their definition of good is what? crimes are based on because yeah, it's yeah. self-contradictory and chaotic yeah it, it, it certainly is uh and you are absolutely right um hey listen folks i'm going to leave the phone lines open we're going to have a break here in a moment but we're going to come back and we're going to have a few more minutes for the top of the hour at which point i think you're going to enjoy the conversation that i'm going to have with a buddy of mine named scott stantis um but the number here is 866-494-9866 the music's already playing, so Patrick, I see that you're on the line. We're going to come back to you right after the break. I want you to hold on. He's calling from the Shoals. But uh, listen, 866-494-9866. That's Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. And we're going to keep talking about cancel culture, and we're going to keep reminding you you are not alone, and we're going to keep telling you, man, you've got to stand up, and you've got to refuse to be canceled, and you've got to be willing to say, not on my watch. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, 347. We'll be right back.
770 AM, 92.5 FM News Talk, WVNN. Phil Williams here on Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Been enjoying this show. Going to get to Patrick and the Shoals in just one minute. Before I do that, though, let me just say this. Otter Creek, you may have heard Otter, O-T-T-E-R, Otter Creek, the ad's running. If you're not familiar with Otter Creek, it's one of the best-kept secrets in North Alabama. And it is a, a, a place where you can, you can host weddings. It's got corporate retreats. It's got wing shooting. It's got culinary-trained chefs, manicured grounds, beautiful, luxuriously appointed guest rooms. I mean, literally, folks, you guys need to check this out. It's ottercreekfarmstead.com. I go out there myself all the time. Charlene and I had dinner there not long ago. It is certainly worth checking out. ottercreekfarmstead.com. They will take care of you and, and, and make your event special. Hey, I just I got a text, by the way, before I go to Patrick. Uh, credit to my son, who is uh, arguably more conservative than I am in many ways. He sent me something that says, you know, basically, uh, as a summation of British hate speech, he says, uh, people are routinely arrested and fined for what they post online in the United Kingdom, and that's our future, he says, if the left gets what they want. And he, he gives me a citation uh, to a study of communications being threatening or abusive intended to harass, and the penalties for those can be fines, imprisonment, or both. Yeah, we do not want to go down the road that the First Amendment means nothing, uh, and that's where cancel culture wants to take us. Hey, uh, Patrick in the Shoals has been holding on through the break, and I certainly appreciate it. Uh, Patrick, this is Phil Williams with Right Side Radio. What, what you got? Hey, Phil, good to talk with you. Thanks for taking my call. I listened to uh, the interview Dale had this morning with the young man from UNA, and Dale gave him, like, three or four opportunities to take back what he said or to say he was sorry for what he said or whatever, that is actually part of cancel culture. Um, maybe you messed up. If you did, you know, let's give you an opportunity to uh, change your mind or change your thought process or whatever. And uh, Dale, you know, shouldn't have done it. And the next thing that Dale did that I thought was kind of unusual is Dale tried to equate um, – the BLM movement and 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 black people with uh, the thing of a choice of uh, an alternate lifestyle and a, a black person can't choose their skin. It is what it is. But uh, once we decide to legitimize an alternate lifestyle, we can say we say then, well, they were born that way. And if you say a person was born that way. Then, then you give legitimacy to what's going on. The problem with that is, is there are many, many people who have, over the years, said they were born in an alternate lifestyle and had chosen an alternate lifestyle who did eventually come out of that alternate lifestyle. If you're born that way, then you're going to be that way. If you're, you know, that's kind of like saying, um, and I'm sorry for Dale saying it this way, he shouldn't have done it, he probably should have thought about it a little deeper, but um, if a person is born black and lives half of their life and wakes up one day and all of a sudden they're no longer black, they're white, um, there's, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a difference in thought process there. Well, Patrick, it's a, I mean, it's that's, a, a, that's the way it, I view it. Well, I appreciate that, Patrick, for the shoals. Thanks for the call. That was, that was good. I didn't get to hear Dale's interview this morning, and I wish I had. I do know I've had plenty of discussions with Dale, and what I imagined he was headed for with the BLM reference was the fact that what, what, the, what the progressive movement and cancel culture is trying to do is they're trying to revise 
everything in terms of making what has always been right seem wrong and what's wrong seem right. And I think that's where he was headed, uh, very likely, in his comments. Now, you made something, you, uh, Patrick made a comment about uh, apologizing. And I, I didn't hear the context of the conversation, so I won't comment on that per se. But I did say something earlier. And, and that is, if you're not wrong, you don't have to apologize. Now, that is not to say there's not room for apology in this world. In fact, we need more people who are willing to be humble and reach across uh, and, and, and make peace, so to speak. But, but literally, in cancel culture, they just want your head. All right. So if you are being attacked and told that you are racist because you are born a certain way, you're, you're, you're able to look at them and say, no, actually, I'm not. And if they say you need to apologize for that, you can say, well, actually, no, I'm not going to do that. What we need more of is people that are going to say, not on my watch. The idea that you have to apologize for, for, for having a conservative, traditional belief, that you have to apologize for your faith, that you have to apologize for having a freedom of expression, which is guaranteed to you in the Constitution. By the way, the Constitution should be strictly construed. It is not a living document to be interpreted according to the times in which we live. That's not the way it works. What we need are more people that are strict constructionists who will take the Constitution and say, this is what it is, and the reason why we have succeeded for over 200 years is because we have let this be a bedrock document and not a morphing document. So all said and done, folks, cancel culture doesn't want that. They don't want you to have rights. They don't want you to have civil liberties because that inhibits their ability to rewrite things the way they want it to be. And if they come at you, you are not required to just accept it. And if they tell you uh, you're wrong, but you, you know you're right, just let them know you don't agree. And if they say, how dare you not agree, be ready with your discussion points, all right? So let's, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. We're going we're to start doing more and more of sort of like, how would you respond to on this? If somebody says to you this, how would you respond to it? I'm going to be having segments where all I do is give you, how do you respond? I'm making a note to myself right now. How do you respond? That's so important. We have to be ready with not only our elevator pitch, but with literally the ability to to respond to those that would insult us or ask us to apologize or demand our heads. And, And most of what you're looking at in cancel culture is progressive movements that just simply want you to be what they want you to be and demand that you get out of their way so they can speak their own truth. I got news. Margaret Thatcher, when she was Prime Minister of England, she was questioned one day, Madam, by a reporter, Madam, isn't that just the same old story? And she said, of course it's the same old story. The truth usually is the same old story. Margaret Thatcher, gotta love her. Anyway, Phil Williams on Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. There's more of this coming in the next hour. I got good interviews, times coming with my friend Scott Stantis and with uh, Congressman Mo Brooks. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right, 359, we'll be right back. VNN Athens, WVNN-FM Trinity.